Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Firmino's stunner will be Liverpool's most important goal of 2016-2017 by Henry Jackson. Sometimes a goal comes along that feels absolutely pivotal, It fills you with so much warmth that you feel as though you'll be on a footballing high forever. Gary McAllister's last gasp free kick at Everton in 2001 is certainly one that springs to mind, while numerous others have been vital in securing Liverpool trophies and top four finishes. Come the end of May, I may end up looking incredibly foolish, but Roberto Firmino's wonderful half-volley at Stoke felt as season-defining as McAllister's, as Liverpool's Champions League quest was given a much-needed injection of belief. The importance of the 25-year-old strike should not be played down in the slightest for so many reasons. Firstly, the Reds' inability to win ugly has been an Achilles heel for so long now, so grinding out a victory in that manner felt as satisfying a three points as any of the thumpings that were dished out in the autumn months. Jurgen Klopp's side were abysmal in the opening 45 minutes, and victory felt as unlikely as it had done all season. The thought of even getting a draw seemed unthinkable, let alone winning. With two teenagers on the pitch and a new-look 3-5-2 formation not working in the slightest. With several key men missing, Liverpool were always likely to have to dig deep, and they couldn't have dug much further if they'd tried. Those brilliant Brazilians Firmino and Felipe Coutinho, as well as Daniel Sturridge, deserve a giant pat on the back for their impact in the second half. The Reds, triumphing in that manner, will also have been a real kick in the teeth for their rivals, who will have been gleefully watching on as the half-time scores rolled in around 3.45pm. Who else is sick of the sight of John Walters? Arsenal will have been irked by that Firmino goal more than any of the other top six sides, and you could argue that their capitulation at Crystal Palace two days later was partly down to the pressure of Liverpool winning. They had every reason not to expect a Reds fight back in fairness, given their toothless nature over the years, but Klopp is starting to instill more and more of a winning mentality. It's not quite fully on display yet, but it's getting there. Brendan Rodgers gets a lot of bad press due to his numerous deficiencies, but there is no way his Red side would have won 2-1. In fact, the 6-1 defeat that Stoke handed out in May 2015 would have been more likely. The final reason for Firmino's stunner being such a memorable moment in the campaign is the confidence it should give the entire side, as well as the momentum. The red season was in horrible danger of falling to pieces as Klopp's men trudged off at the interval, and the negativity after the game would have been deafening. 
Having started their much-discussed easy run-in with a disappointing draw at home to Bournemouth, just imagine what more drop points at the Britannia Stadium would have done to morale. As soon as the final whistle blew, however, the mood was completely at the other end of the spectrum. Anything felt possible. Of course, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves and assume that Liverpool will now cruise their way to a top-four finish. We've been here before. But the remaining fixtures are appealing, and Saturday's game is an almighty hurdle cleared. This weekend's clash with West Brom could prove to be an equally ugly watch, but the Stoke match has given Liverpool that little bit of leeway to afford one slip-up. Over the next six matches, we shouldn't be expecting to see the free-flowing team that was ripping opponents to shreds earlier in the season, which shouldn't come as a shock, with Sadio Mane, Adam Lallana and Jordan Henderson all missing, and Firmino and Coutinho not at their sharpest, what would you expect? Klopp is likely to adopt a more pragmatic approach, as was the case at Stoke, with results easily taking precedence over performances now. Firmino's winner and the subsequent victory will stand them in such good stead, and while some may call it going overboard, without that goal Liverpool's season could be in ruins. In the summer, and even potentially in the years to come, we will look back at that moment as the defining one of 2016-2017. That will be even more pertinent if the Reds go and do something special in next season's Champions League. If a goal comes along in the next few weeks that tops it, I won't be complaining, but it will take something huge to eclipse that individual piece of Brazilian magic. The celebrations on the pitch, in the dugout, and in the stands summed up what it meant. For daft residual superstition reasons... And for not wanting to tempt fate uh, reasons, I would be disinclined to agree with Henry that this is the most important goal of 2016-17, and yet quietly agree. It was certainly one of the most enjoyable. I know that uh, my voice hasn't been the same since it hit the back of the net because I basically tore my throat out shouting. What a magnificent strike it was, and it did have that feel of something very, very important. But of course, as Henry says, it will only be that if we go on and get the results in the coming games. In the six matches that left, that are left, I think Henry described them as appealing fixtures at one point. I, I'm sure that from other people's perspective type of word, because from a Reds watcher's point of view, this, this game, especially the one, the next one on the list, are exactly the type that we've been dreading. But, you know, there is a little bit of a hook to hang our hat on now with that result and with that performance in the second half and with the idea that we can bring on these superstar players. And, you know, psychologically, that gives people a boost as well to know that we have those guys in our squad and they can come in and actually have that impact instead of being introduced to no avail, which can also happen. It would be brilliant if we could think back on that goal at the end of the season as a kind of a Gary Mack moment, as Henry says. That remains to be seen one way or the other it's an undeniably wonderful strike and probably would be my goal of the season to date and maybe even by the end of the season and let's hope it has that added resonance of really really meaning something because of what it meant in the run-in in order to try to secure us this Champions League spot. The pragmatic approach that Henry mentions as well is something that I found very interesting that Klopp will probably adopt that more, a more pragmatic approach in the last few games. I think most of us would prefer to just see the team going flat out attacking because we are all a little bit more reassured when we see that because we associate it with wins and good performances. But I think if we are going to take that pragmatic approach, a guy who is underrated in terms of the 
performance that he put in at the weekend and in recent weeks has been Emery Chan. I thought he was excellent. Even when we were playing badly, I thought he was good. And it's great to see him stepping up and doing what needs to be done. He's great to carry the ball when we need someone to carry the ball and play a pass when we need to play a pass. I thought he was excellent in the in the absence of Henderson and Lallana in there in midfield. So, yeah, Chan's going to be important if we are going to do this pragmatic thing between now and the end of the season and make Bobby Firmino's goal really, really mean something. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.